All right. Good morning, guys. Welcome to the new and improved Life is Bruff podcast. Most of you already know that my name is Jordan Bruff, and I'm super excited to be making this podcast again. To give you a bit of background, I, I use the word again on purpose because I started my podcast a little less than a year ago. I did regular, I guess, and I use that word pretty lightly. I did regular podcasts on uh, health and wellness and self-care, which in hindsight, I was not even close to qualified to give any advice on. Um, but the reason that I wanted to make a podcast at all was because I wanted to reach people and give a bit of hope to the world. And I thought a podcast was a great tool to reach a wider spread of people. As soon as I started, however, I began to feel uh, like I wasn't myself like I wanted to be. Um, I wasn't doing what I wanted to with the podcast either. Um, about halfway through this last year, I decided I needed a break from podcasting and social media um, to get lost in finding myself for a change. And it's been a huge blessing, absolutely astronomical blessing. I've had a lot of experiences with my wife, Lindsay, who I will be celebrating eight months of marriage with in a few short days. Um, and a lot of the lessons that I've been learning have taught me about trials and tests and finding encouragement through faith in God, our Heavenly Father, and His Son, Jesus Christ. If you have ever felt discouraged or if you just need to know that there's hope in trials um, and difficulties or if you want to be spiritually lifted, this podcast is tailor-made for you. I've made it my mission, more or less, to find in the scriptures and in my life experiences encouragement and confidence from our Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ, and I'm here to share what I find with you guys. Um, this episode, uh, other than to introduce the podcast, is to share something that I've learned in my recent study of the scriptures, and it ties into a few experiences that I've had from this last year. So, kind of as a disclaimer, um, I am a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, so a majority of the scriptures that I will re share come from the standard works of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, or all of the, all the scriptures I'll be using. But the scriptures that we use include the Book of Mormon, the Doctrine and Covenants, which is additional revelation that was received by the prophet Joseph Smith in the early days of the church and the Pearl of Great Price, as well as the King James Version of the Holy Bible. Um, so if you hear me reference any scriptures that aren't in the Bible itself, um, it's probably because it's in the other standard works of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And if you'd like to follow along, um, the Church of Jesus Christ.org has uh, resources that allow you to see the scriptures that I am talking about, or if you have your own copy, you can do that as well. Um, but anyway, without further ado, I'm gonna get into um, what I've been, what I've learned. So, so I was reading a Doctrine and Covenants the other day, um, which, like I said, is is additional revelation received by the Prophet Joseph Smith. And I was reading in section 58 and read um, two really one and a half verses that I really needed to hear. Um, in section 58, verses three through the first line of four, we read, quote, Ye cannot behold with your natural eyes for the present time the design of your God concerning these things which shall come hereafter, and the glory which shall follow after much tribulation. For after much tribulation come the blessings, end quote. 
In the margins of my scriptures, I have written, there is no way for you to know what God is about to do with the struggles you are now having. I love this scripture with all my heart, and I know that to be true. And I have a few brief stories I want to share um, that show what this means to me in kind of a cool way. Um, So the first story is one that I heard this morning while I was driving home from taking our cats to the vet. I was listening to an Instagram TV video by Al Fox Caraway. Um, She's such an incredible person, and I would love to meet her someday. She's just amazing. Um, And in her video, which is about nine minutes long, if you have a minute, go check it out. She talks about an experience that she had at the beginning of the year, I believe, where she overbooked herself. And for those of you who don't know, she she goes around and she she speaks at different functions um, about the gospel. And she she overbooked herself and had to take four coast to coast flights to speak at different functions on the West Coast and had to leave her family behind and got to spend very little time with them due to layovers and canceled flights and delays and so on. For a minute, you can hear the frustration in her voice as she talks about missing her kids and missing flights and being on the front row of a plane and the only available part compartment for her to put her bag is at the back of the plane and then having to go back to sit up front at the front of the plane and on top of it all being sat next to a really chatty pilot who wants to tell you everything about their life um i think that for most people myself included um we'd be pretty ticked off at this point i i think i can speak for myself when i be when i say i would probably be pretty ticked off too um Not only were all these things happening, but she had been praying that she would have a smooth process getting back home on time. She was upset because it seemed like God didn't care about the efforts that she had made to be faithful. She had, after all, been sharing the gospel through her speaking efforts, so why was God not blessing her with a simple, straightforward flight home to her family? Well, she sat there listening patiently to the pilot, who was sitting by and asked her about what she'd been doing on her trip, and she told the man that she would go different places in the United States and would talk about God. She eventually told him that she was a Mormon, or a church, or a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and he began to talk with her, after some time, about his time served in the United States Army. He talked about how he felt like he could never forgive himself for the things that he had done in his time in the service and how he struggled to believe that God loved him because of the heavy weight that he had carried for eight years. Al then realized in this unwanted moment that God was in the details of what was happening and the spirit through her testified of the things she knew to be true and it changed the life of the pilot that she was sitting next to on this delayed flight back home. As I listened to this story, an experience of my own came to mind um, when I was on the receiving end of this kind of love and mercy. When I was younger, much before my mission in California, I struggled with a variety of choices that I had made that weighed heavily on me for years. I was blessed to serve a full-time honorable mission in California, which changed my life forever, and upon returning, I found those same mistakes and choices that I had made waiting for me. I knew that I had been forgiven, and I had done my part to repent and repair of the mistakes that I made, but I struggled from time to time with feelings of self-esteem and self-worth because of it. I felt like I was alone. Uh, I had prayed for so long that the weight of my afflictions would be taken away, but they never were. And I often wondered, was I not being faithful enough? 
I mean, I served a mission for two years and devoted the whole time of that to serving my Heavenly Father in Jesus Christ. I had made covenants with God and His holy temples. I read my scriptures. I prayed and prayed and prayed some more. But I felt like I was fighting this fight completely by myself. I finally confided in my mom and she referred me to a friend that she said would understand me. So I called this friend up and we went out for a soda to chat. We talked together for what seemed like an hour or so and he shared with me that he knew what I was going through because he had been going through that his whole life. As we continued to talk, the sweet spirit of peace from the spirit rested on my shoulders where the weight of my mistakes used to sit and I knew that God had prepared someone for me through my trials. In both stories, the thing that resonates with me is that God knew that there was a need in both instances, and they were very specific needs. The pilot had been struggling for eight years before Al Caraway had that conversation with him on the plane that she didn't want to be on, I might add. And I had been waiting for many years as well to receive the blessing that I did. Al didn't want to be on that flight, and this good brother, who has become a very close friend of mine and a confidant to me, I'm sure did not want to have a lifetime, a lifelong struggle with affliction and through affliction. But what Heavenly Father did with those trials and afflictions is he used those situations to bless someone who needed them. The Lord hears us as we pray, and he cares what's important to us. And when we have trials, and I'm not saying they're going to be fun, they're not going to be a good time to experience, but what I am saying is that you never know. You never know when you are in the midst of a crappy situation that somewhere down the road, because of what you have experienced, God will see the needs of someone else and will say, I need an Al Caraway for this situation. Or I know that I can count on a Brother P for this one. When you're going through the toughest trials, I can testify that it will not be for nothing. The scriptures are full of encouragement and confidence that says that's true. The scripture that comes to my mind is in Isaiah chapter 61, verse 3, which says, quote, Give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified, end quote. We might become trees of righteousness, but the whirlwinds of our trials and afflictions make us even stronger trees. And we can have the confidence in the fact that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And that light is the light and the life of the world, even our Savior Jesus Christ. I know that He lives, and I know that He loves all of God's children, even and especially those that struggle. If you're struggling right now, please know that your struggles do not go unnoticed and that there is a purpose for you. If you know someone who is struggling right now, share this podcast with them. But more important than that, eternally more important than that, put an arm around them. Be there for them because they need you until that time comes when they truly do get beauty for ashes. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening. 
I'll be making an effort to post podcasts on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays from now on, so keep an eye out for that. Have an excellent day. If you're in Utah, drive safe. And as always, be strong and of good courage.